Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wrestle, Taking the bull by the horns, the importance of initiation in wrestling preparation and in your wrestling career and life. Welcome back to Mindset Monday. Gene's and, Gene Jeff Zanetti, your coast-to-coast mindset coaches from Wrestling Mindset, the number one wrestling-specific mindset program anywhere in the world. Today we're talking about initiative, taking the bull by the horns, how your mindset is related to that, and how you can improve it as a wrestler, parent, or coach. But first, let's hear a little something from Nick Soriano on Flow Wrestling. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this already. And it goes on like that for the next 20 or seconds or so. Just talking about the mindset. What do we just say about uh, Nick Suriano? Yeah, one of the funny things is that Nick Suriano is probably one of the strongest wrestlers pound for pound out there. I remember Zane Rutherford, I think when he made his first world team, they asked him, you know, is that guy strong or who's the strongest guy you've ever wrestled? And he's like, I would say Nick Suriano. Now, you got to remember, this is coming from Zane Rutherford, you know, probably the strongest 149-pounder at the time. And he was talking about Nick, who is a 125-pounder. Now, the funny thing about that is when you listen to Nick Suriano's interviews, he's always talking about his mindset. He's not saying, I'm strong. I'm stronger than these guys. You know, I'm just, I'm more of a man than them. It's like, no, I'm, (laughs) my mind, my mind, my mindset is always pointing to his head. So it shows that even the strongest athletes in their weight class are attributing their success more to their mindset than their body and their strength. Yeah, and it's nuts. I mean, you see it over and over and over again. It becomes a recurring theme. Interestingly, too, when would Zane Rutherford have wrestled with Nick Suriano? At Penn State, probably, right? When Suriano was there. True freshman. What? (laughs) True freshman. True freshman. Right. He's saying the strongest person he felt was Nick Suriano's true freshman, two weight classes lower than him. So that's saying a lot. And as strong as he is and as good as he is, 
He's he keeps going on about his mind. That's how important it is. And one of the big things I think of Nick Suriano and his family, they're they take initiative. I think of Nick Suriano, I think Bob Suriano, I think initiative. They're getting out there, they're going places, they're doing things, they're taking the bull by the horns. Nick Suriano is not leaving anything up to chance. And that's not just him. The best wrestlers don't don't leave anything to chance. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. All right. So the first thing we got on the agenda for taking initiative, seeking out good information. Now we're, we're in the information generation. There's so much information out there that the challenge isn't, you know, is it out there? It's more of, am I go, am I going to go get it? <laughs> am I going to look for the information? And then am I going to find the right information? Right. Right. What we're talking about is you're looking at you, what you're trying to get. You're not just trying to get information to get information. What you're looking for is evidence-based information. And that means two things, research and expert opinion. A lot of people will seek out expert opinion. Not a lot of people picking up a book and going through the research. That's why two sources that were constantly wrestling, the International Journal of Wrestling Science and the Soviet sports journals that were translated to English by Dr. Michael Yesis. I mean, all of the sports journals from the Soviet Union from 1966 to 1994, Dr. Michael Yesis translated them from Russian into English. You'd be smart to get them. They're on his website. Dr. Yesis was over at our, he was at our, our conference, our wrestling mindset. Leadership clinic. Leadership yeah. clinic a few years ago. And he spoke about this. They're all there. 10 bucks an issue. Very simple. And then the International Journal of Wrestling Science. It's literally a journal that multiple times a year, all of the research is based on wrestling. So you pick up a book every now and then. Start <laughs> reading. There's one of them. Right? <laughs> There's one of them right here. Right. And then the Dr. Yes's books, they're so old school. They're like bound together. He probably binds them together at home. They don't have the, the, the cool cover on there, but it's, it's the Soviet research. Um, you got to be a little bit careful. And some of them, it has some communist propaganda actually in there, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty funny. But, none, but nonetheless, um, getting, getting that type of stuff aside in the introduction, great research. Real quick, the first journal that it has in there, uh, 1966, it talks about sports psychology or maybe it was in 1967. It was one of the first years. And it says 50 years of sports psychology. Now think about the implications of that. The first time the US Olympic team had a sports psychologist on board was 1984. The journal in 1967 spoke about 50 years of sports psychology in, in Russia and the Soviet Union, which means they were doing that since 1917. So since the October revolution, which of course was a disgusting act. But nonetheless, sports psychology, they were thinking about it. They were thinking about the mind. So initiative. It, yeah, initiative in terms of information. The other thing is like technique nowadays. It's so readily available, right? Like you go on YouTube, Flow Wrestling. It's easy to find good technique. So are you going to look for it or not? There's no excuses. That, well, I don't, I don't know what to do in this position. Well, search for it. You know, ask your coaches, of course. But then there's, there's no excuse. Even if you had a bad coach, you could find the information right now. Um, okay, then we have the initiative when it comes to opportunities. So taking initiative when it comes to opportunities. I think of, all right, there's a Jordan Burroughs clinic or Valentin Kalika is doing a clinic in a couple weeks, an hour from my house. Well, this, is the, this is one of the best wrestlers of all time. This is one of the best you know, Olympic coaches of all time. Let's seek out that opportunity. Let's take initiative and find a way to get there. You, you have to be an opportunity. You have to capitalize on opportunity. 
Okay, the people who, who made big, big, big money in the stock market, they got in at the right time, right? They always talk about that. When um, it, people who make money in real estate, timing, right? It's all about timing. Even Sun Tzu, The Art of War, which we just referenced the other day, all of war is based on deception, which is related to timing. Things are related to timing. So you have to capitalize. You have to be constantly looking for opportunity. Now, you're focusing on your action plan on a day-to-day -day basis, but your radar has to be up which means you need to be following the right people on social media. You need to be um, keeping your ears open, looking for when things are going to happen, talking to coaches, asking people to let you know when different events are taking place. And especially these kind of clinics, you got to be there, right? You got to be doing your part. So looking for opportunity and then creating opportunity. What can you do? Maybe you can bring someone good to your hometown. Maybe you can do something good for your recreation, your high school team, your wrestling club. Bring there's looking for opportunities that are out there. And then there's also creating opportunities and successful people are good at both of those looking for opportunities and creating opportunities. Oh, nothing goes on near me. We'll make it happen. Do more. Dan Gable says, you know what to do. Go out there and do it. So bring people to your hometown, get around people, drive places, take a drive. Yeah. It's a guy. You can't be afraid to, to travel for it. But I also think there's so many opportunities that are much closer than you think. I was talking to one of our college wrestlers the other day, and we were talking about improving just positioning on bottom. And we were talking about how a lot of that is your core. And your core is not just your the middle of your abs that everyone likes to flex. It's your obliques and your lower back. And I was saying, like, you know, take advantage of your strength coach. Ask him. It's like, you know, evaluate me. What's what's where, where can I improve the most? Is it my obliques, my lower back, my middle abs? Right. Same thing with my posterior chain. Is it my my hamstrings? Is it my you know glutes, my lower back? Where where should I be focusing on to get stronger? Don't just say I want to get stronger. and I'm going to do the lifts with the teams. You know, what exactly can I improve on? So there's an opportunity right there that I would say 99 percent of wrestlers are not going to do or college athletes. You know, ask them questions like this. You know, what are the weaknesses? How can I develop? You know, what should I be doing different than the rest of the team? Because this is my unique struggle. Um, so yeah, really seeking out the people locally and that, that could be coaches too. You know, there's certain coaches and wrestlers on your team that do things really well. Talk to them, you know, ask them. I think that was one of the things we actually did pretty well. If we knew somebody was like really good in a certain position, we would ask, how do you set that up? You know, what do you, what are you doing? You know, what do you do differently than everyone else? Clearly you're better than everyone else in that position, you know, so look for the opportunities and they're not always as far as you think. Right. Should be pretty t pretty easy to see where the, where you're where you're weak. I mean, a lot of times you're doing a squat. What usually happens if you miss a squat? Where do you are you usually going back? Usually falling back, or are you falling forward? Forward. Or forward, right? Weak abs. Not just a matter of having a six pack. We're talking about having a genuinely strong core in the front, which the front and the sides, obviously. So asking the people, the same thing goes at school. We're always telling our college athletes, locate your writing center. Right. Or, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, you're having you're having difficulty writing or know when know when your your professor is office hours, your T.A. Do they you know where, where are their office hours? When can you go in? When can you meet these people? There's a lot of resources around you. I mean, at the college level, we're, we're saying, hey, you know, your faith's important to you. All right. Locate your Newman Center on campus. Go out of your way. They're, they're, things aren't just going to come right to you. They're there. But you got to seek that out career services in high school you're you're confused or you don't know what what you want to do uh, with your life talk to your guidance counselor when you're in high school get a tutor ask for personal coaching ask questions after practice 
you you got to get in the habit of of asking questions and looking and scanning the environment looking for things. So taking initiative is very important. A lot of wrestlers we struggle with this because we're not we're used to having everything done for us. I'm thinking some of you wrestling dads out there, wrestling coaches. You know how it is. It's you know you're doing almost everything for your kids. It's very important that they take initiative. That's a big reason why wrestling mindset is so important to help your kid maximize their potential. We're doing calls with your kid over the phone. They're scheduling their calls. They're taking care of the materials, doing the exercises we're giving them. They're taking initiative on their own, not being led by the hands by a parent. Or that that's what we're aiming for. And that's important. They're going to need to learn how to schedule things on their own, look for opportunity and go places. That's one of the big areas we help with mindset. A quick break from today's podcast. Wrestling season is here. Wrestling Mindset is the number one wrestling-specific program anywhere in the world. This season, make sure to work with a wrestling mindset coach to get the mental edge so that you can build confidence, stay motivated, and bring out your best when it means the most. Wrestling Mindset works with hundreds of wrestlers and teams each year. We have a special offer this season for our podcast listeners. Go to our website at WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type your name and information. In the last section, you'll see additional information. Type in podcast discount. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount and teams will have a $200 discount for any team program. Again, go to WrestlingMindset.com, click on the free trial session, type in podcast discount under additional information. Wrestlers will receive a $100 discount in their first month, and teams will receive a $200 discount in any team program. Get the mental edge today. Now back to our podcast. Yeah, I think of the interview you did with David Carb right before the season, you know, about taking initiative with mindset, right? He was talking about the different books that he read and how he, I think he was asking, you know, he, we sent over our book. It's like he was looking for information on mindset. Right. It's like here's the, you know, one of the best wrestlers in the country for several years now. And he's looking to acquire more and more information to develop his mindset. Um, the coach of Princeton, right? He just posted, I think, of humility. He's a head coach, one of the top teams in the country. He just posted on uh, I think it was on Twitter. He was asking for for resources of, of sports psychology. Right. He was looking at, you know, how can I learn more information about, you know, how can I learn more of sports psychology, performance, you know, things like that. But he's asking, he's asking other people, right? He's the head coach. You could say, well, he, he should have all the answers. And I'm sure he does have a lot of the answers, but he wants more, right? He's looking for more information. So there's, there's the humility there. And I think it's like the initiative isn't just for the athletes. If you want to be a good coach, you got to be, you got to be humble enough to, to ask for help. And same thing with parents, right? Looking for information. And um, we've talked about that before, modeling it for your kids, if you want your kids to take initiative, well, it should probably start with you taking initiative. Right. Having a white belt mentality, having humility. When you think you have all the answers, that means you know for sure you need to start changing your questions because no one's got it all figured out. You need to keep searching. So as, as, far, as far as learning your information, it's you know, there's there's always more you could get. So all right. viewer question. So we had I was talking to one of our longtime viewers um, this earlier this week. And he was asking about tournaments versus camps this summer. So he said, how should he be investing his money, spending his kid, or really his kid, investing his money and his kids spending time this summer? Should he be going to a tournament? Should he be focusing on tournaments or camps? And of course, I told the mindset number one, which they're doing regardless. But tournaments or camps, what do you think about that? Obviously, the answer is going to be it depends, right? It's going to depend where you're at in your athletic career. But thoughts on that? 
Tournaments or camps this summer? Where are you going to get more training time? The camp. The camp, right? You need, you need what you actually need is more time wrestling, right? That's the key. The key is more time wrestling and getting better. In fact, I just read this in one of my one of my research journals today. The competition, or this was on one of Tudor Obampa's books. Com- competition doesn't replace training. Competition doesn't replace training, and there's a lot of and and there's so much to learn. And especially at these younger ages, because presumably we're talking about middle school, high school kids for the most part, right? They just need to learn a lot. There's a lot of information to learn. And the, and the competitive, sure, competition gets you ready. It prepares you in a certain way. But practice, training, being at camps prepares you in, in another way. So it's, it, it's important to know, yeah, it always depends on the kid. But there's other factors. Like, again, going to a camp. We went to camps with our cousins. That was a fun, you know, this is before we had cars. We forget about this. Like we didn't, we didn't drive, you know, so, it, you know, at the time in high school. So being able to, we couldn't get around our cousins whenever we wanted to. They lived about 40 minutes away. Well, guess what? At a camp, we got to be sleep away and, and have some fun and, you know, mess around a little bit. Well, you're laughing. Come on. No, that's no, true. Yeah, just, just, just have, no. our, yeah. Being we able to laugh, have, have some fun, some fun funny back. memories. Why are we laughing? Cause they're funny memories. They were funny memories, but also it's like you're spending a lot more time. I was also thinking about how you were saying yesterday that a lot of the camps, there's there's a tournament at the end, too. You could wrestle a tournament. You're wrestling different people, you know, so you might be wrestling your cousins, some of your friends and your team. But you're also getting different feels likely from people from different states, you know, and it's like I, I go back to what you said in the beginning. There's just a lot more you have to learn, you know, for most wrestlers, high school, middle school, certainly earlier, you know, you got to learn a ton of wrestling. And not, not that you don't compete. And I think I, I saw Perler talking about this and, you know, maybe talking about how people are, are competing at too many different tournaments. Yeah, have tournaments on the schedule, but, you know, spread them out a little bit. So there's a block of time in between each where you can actually develop. You know, what happens is if you go to a tournament every week, it's like, all right, I got taken down with a double. I got to figure out a, a double leg defense. And then the next one, it's a sweep single. And then the next one, it's a low single. And then the next one, it's a shrug or slide by. It's like, just just learn. You need to take time to actually develop as a wrestler. You know, and if you're if you're competing too frequently, it's easier. It's, too, it's easy to just move from one thing to the next and never really get deep enough on, on the key positions, the core positions of wrestling. Right. And you make a ton of connections there. Like when you're at the camp, you have some time to actually, it's, it's more like settled. You're not waiting to go and wrestle and then you're getting ready and then you're cooling down. Like you have some time in a more relaxed, in a more relaxed way. I mean, I was thinking about, we were freshmen in high school at the time. We went to, uh, I was a freshman, so you'd be in seventh grade. And, and, and there we are at the Lehigh camp, Greg Strobel, we're around him. There's an Olympic coach, Chris Ayers, eventually Princeton coach who we were talking about before. That's where we first met him. Um, coach Powell, Steve Powell, legendary coach from Easton. Coach Jordan Oliver, he was there. You, it's just a more relaxed environment. So it's you're able to talk more about wrestling, and you're also able to um, get on the coach's radar. That was a talk about initiative. Go back to that. I remember my mom saying, before our mom saying, going, going into that camp, you make sure that coach knows your name. That's right. That, that, was a big de- that was a big deal to our mom in terms of like, hey, this is not just – like our dad might have been thinking, hey, you know, capitalizing this great coaching. Our mom's like, you better let that coach know who you are. And that's a big lesson in initiative. That's right. 
networking. So the point is this, in the future, wrestlers, you go to wrestlers in business. We speak about that a lot in different organizations with wrestlers networking. Well, guess what? When you go to a camp, you're, you're going to be around a lot of wrestlers in different areas, different states, sometimes even different countries. So now you're able to actually network with the broader wrestling area. That's important. Like that's a big part of why you're wrestling. Get that through your heads that this is not just about success in sports. This is also teeing you up for success in life. And when someone and wrestling has that that tight brotherhood where, hey, you know, we, I don't I don't know that guy out there in, in, in North Carolina, but you wrestled. Man, I get you and you get me and we're likely to do business together in the future. That's right. And it's not a cop out. You got to compete. You got to compete in tournaments. Right. So it's not saying that. And that's the other thing you got to evaluate the circumstance. If it's a wrestler who's afraid to compete, then maybe he needs a few extra tournaments that year. Right. It's like that. So that's that's important, too. But for most people, most of the time, they're probably going to benefit more from a camp. It's just more time learning you in know, a relaxed environment. Time. Exactly. And and the reality is in America, we compete a lot. You know, when they get to the middle school season. They're going to compete a lot when you get to high school. They're going to compete a lot. You look in college now. Finally, I think you see the wrestlers like when we were in college, you're like the top wrestlers were like, well, a was like 39 and 0 in a season. Right. So you think of the guys that were perfect on the year. They had almost 40 matches. I think 40 matches sometimes. Now it's like, you know, maybe it's like 19 and, and 0 going into the nationals, you know, because I think they're understanding that they're competing too much. And for some of these guys who are looking to compete internationally after, you know, they're looking to save their bodies. But anyhow, I would say, if in doubt, probably camp over a tournament for most people most of the time. And um, mindset around the clock. You know, again, now now is the best time to be doing mindset training. Uh, we sent out an email earlier this week about it. It's really the same thing as, well, when's the best time to learn new technique right after, you know, in the offseason? When's the best time to get stronger in the offseason? It's, it's no different for your mindset. Best time to train your mind is going to be starting in the offseason. Right. And your kids need to, the bottom line is, one of the big reasons why you want your kids getting mindset training is you want them to develop initiative because that's going to help them in wrestling, school, their career, their marriage as as a husband or father, um, you know, mother or um, you know, mother, wife, whatever it is, initiative is going to help them in the future. Initiative is big. So you're telling your kids to take initiative. We know you are as parents. And coaches, we know you coaches are telling your wrestlers to take initiative, but a lot of times it's in one ear and out the other because it's from the same voice. Now you're planting the fertile soil. You're a sower. Now someone needs to come along and, and reap that, to cultivate that, to push the kid over the top. All of our mindset coaches are former college wrestlers, just about all of them, former college wrestlers, high level coaches themselves. So this is someone who's been there, done that, someone else from the outside who can relate to the kid, in a, to your kid in a different way. So they need to be learning to take initiative. And your, the mindset coach is going to be an accountability buddy that's outside of home that's able to help them take initiative and apply this lesson from wrestling to school to their entire life. That's right. Life is not a spectator sport. You got to get out there and participate. You know that. <laughs> All right, everyone. Good luck. Make it a great day. Thanks for calling. We know you can do it. Whether it's wrestling, school, business, or life, mindset makes the difference. Have a great day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.